deciding who wins the game on this call. Without further ado, the call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. Quarterback's arm is going forward. That's the worst call in the history of all sports. Welcome to another bad call, where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I'm your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with, JD. What's going on, buddy? How are we doing tonight? I'm not doing too bad. Uh, Enjoying this game tonight, actually, so that's a good start to the week. Yeah, it's a close one here between the uh, Seahawks and the Packers. Um, we we both uh, know who we're rooting against more oh, than yeah. four. But, uh, I am a member of the 12th man this week. There you go. Um, joining us this week, we have our first return guest. And uh, it... it you listened early on. You you'll remember this guy, Dave Jewett. How you doing, Dave? D- David Moore just made another catch, which is solidifying our our uh, our place in 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 uh, you know like DraftKings and stuff tonight. So I'm good, man. What's going on? Thanks Sweet, for having me man. back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, you realize it just means we ran out of options. <laughs> I, I I wasn't going there. But <laughs> oh no! I understand. Apparently, I did so poorly last time that it's like we got to get this guy back on. <laughs> Makes I'm us look like geniuses. I'm hoping it'll tank your lineup this week. That's what I'm really hoping. <laughs> I I went on a run there for a while, didn't I? Huh? Yeah. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, Dave, how you been uh, doing so far this year? Uh, as we're we're now well past the uh, midpoint and into the. I guess I guess if you include the uh, playoff slates, we're we're maybe right around the midpoint, but we're we're into the heart of it. If if I would if I would stop playing the Millie Maker, I'd probably be up for the year. I think that's the issue. Yeah. I uh, bankroll management has not been great so far <laughs> this year. Just leave it like leave it at that. Had a, had a decent run, um, few weeks in a row. Cash lineup hit. Um, then obviously took a turn for the worst the last couple weeks. So trying to make it up on these uh, awesome one game slates. You know, it's like a random degenerate Thursday night here in snowy Pennsylvania. So yeah, I mean, I I I'm kind of in the same way i'll do good on the main slate and then i start pilfering it all away on the on the single game <laughs> but uh, maybe if i'd stay away from those uh single game like uh nfc east games that that might help well that 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 would definitely help stop playing nba single game slates that's that's another big one um and more so don't listen to dave whenever you do that <laughs> so we well, should we should probably give out the uh, gambling hotline at this point in time. If you <laughs> if you've dipped into NBA Showdown, we need to we need to just 
put out that hotline. Well, there, oh. there, there is nothing more exhilarating than NBA Showdown because it changes about every half a second. Oh, it's crazy. For hey. those of us with weak tickers, that's not exhilarating. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, though. These one-game slates, the, the showdown with captain mode, was it, it's a heck of a lot more fun than I thought it would be. It's brilliantly frustrating. It is. You're exactly right. That is a good way to put it. Yeah, I I've, I've was trying to come up with uh, some ways that I think that DraftKings could improve it um, because I, I don't think that there's enough variance uh, right. overall. And a couple of the ideas I had was, A, um, not only have um, like a uh, – captain spot but maybe have like a an assistant captain spot where it's like one and a quarter um, right or or maybe maybe have like a bench warmer spot where it's it's like half so <laughs> right add, add, i like that add in a couple of different variables and then you'll get a little bit more uh variety in the lineups i think yeah, okay, I, so you just said an assistant captain in a bench warmer spot. Is that your segue into what you've been drinking today? Oh, <laughs> no, no. But good lord. Since I'm just trying to think of ways because th- there's you're you're not you're going to have the same amount of players, but you you got to have a, a way to differentiate people's lineups. So if if maybe you let Aaron Rodgers go for you know, rather put him on a bench spot, bench warmer spot for like half the the price, rather than being ten thousand, right. it's five thousand. But you only get half of his points. It kind of gives you another uh, level of thinking you have to put towards it. It's more strategy. Oh boy, <laughs> have, have you won one yet, Torney? Have have either of you won one of these showdowns? And I'm talking like top ten. No. No, what the I, hell you need more strategy for? You haven't figured this one out yet. I, I, I've, I've been close. <laughs> I've been close a couple times. But even close, you you only end up getting... There you uh, go. There you go. Get it. Get it. When you Sorry. get close, <laughs> it's still not that much because a lot of people did hit the top spot and they sp- split all that top prize money. So. Yeah, it's like you, you win the, the big tournament and you and 244 of your best friends get to split the top 244 spots <laughs> evenly. What's the ROI? Uh, legit playing playing double ups, it can be reasonable. I think I'm probably up on these slates for the year. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd be taking your money and shut the hell up about fixing DraftKings. I don't know that I'm up on them. I'm I'm probably pretty close to even because I do offset my double up play with tournament <laughs> shots. So right. Insert gambling hotline. Here. Insert gambling no, hotline. It's, it's called strategy. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, um, step one: admitting you have a problem. Since um, <laughs> since you admit. Uh, brought up problems and you, you asked me what I've been drinking. I'll go ahead and talk about that. I have a double uh, dry hop, double IPA special release uh, collaboration beer from 18th street brewery and other half. And this little ditty is pretty tasty. That was a it, lot of words. It, 
Better be. Uh, anybody else? Uh, I'm still on my self-imposed uh, healthy stuff during the week, so lame duck. I'm lame too. I'm drinking water. All right. Well, then I guess I'll have to have two tonight. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> Air quotes around have to. Okay, well, in, in anyway, moving on. Uh, how'd you do last week, JD? Uh, you know, last week was one of my more lucrative weeks. I decided to rein everything in, uh, pick one or two lineups, and roll those into my two tournaments in a cash game. And I cashed in all three, which was really nice. Uh, our weekly tournament... Uh, finished second uh, to some jackass that we we don't need to mention. Uh, oh wait, that was that was you. Um, uh, I did get I got challenged by uh, what I'm hoping is a listener uh, at the beginning of the week last week to just a uh, uh, head to head, and I did end up winning that one. So I was pretty happy about that, and then I. Cashed in the DFS Edge Listener League for uh, 20 with the same lineup that I played in our weekly. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with that. I went Russell Wilson, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Josh Gordon, Valdez Scantling, Mo Harris, Nick Vanette, Allen Robinson, and then the Packers defense. So, yeah. Uh, I could have done better at receiver, and that would have really bumped me up there. But all in all, I'm not going to complain because, like I said, the, it's one of my most lucrative weeks. And then uh, I do have a tournament that goes through Monday night. And uh, my little mini rant here, you use Saquon Barkley to get you down to within four yards of the end zone. Just give him the ball and let him run it in. Like, I, I don't know what you're doing to me, Eli. So in my showdown, that would have made me quite a bit of money. Uh, I missed out on cash in my tournament that ran through Monday night by 0.7 points. And I had I had Eli Manning and Saquon. So I just all you had to do is toss it to him. I don't I don't really care. You know, that would have worked out just fine, too. And the real kicker is in my dynasty league where I'm actually doing pretty good. I lost by seven points because you couldn't give Saquon the ball within the four yard line. So <laughs> I hate you, Pat Shermer. I hate you, Eli Manning. So uh, safe to say you're not going to be playing much Giants this week in draft games. It's the only week you want to. <laughs> oh, hell no. I. I'm playing all the giants. <laughs> what what was that movie? There was a the little giants. Yes, that's what my team name is this. Okay, <laughs> this week. Okay, well we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> last week my cash uh, lineup just missed the mark. Scoring was down overall. I only scored like 125 points. I I went just barely over 50 percent in my head to heads, but I missed the cash line in. Uh, in the double up so it was below water but i did have some tournament success and that actually probably was my best ended up being my best week of the year i had 
a lineup in uh, our uh, our league there that uh, that was the first lineup that I made of the week. It was the lineup where I wanted to see uh, if I could stuff all of the high price running backs into the lineup. <laughs> and I just so happened to pair that with Mitch Trubisky, who I had a real nice uh, feeling on last week. And uh, so that, that lineup was Trubisky, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, and Todd Gurley. And then I had Galladay and Anthony Miller along with Mo Harris. Um, so that, that one squeaked it out. You almost caught me there with the, uh, afternoon hammer, but, uh, yeah, that, uh, that Anthony Miller play, that was a good one for you. And then, uh, my best lineup of the week was the last lineup that I built. I, I had already had two lineups in the Millie maker that, that lineup right there. Um, I think I ended up winning like 60 bucks with, with that lineup, but I, I made another Trubisky stack um like because i i was having a feeling like i did when i when i called him out earlier in the year uh with detroit they're they're hurting uh darius slay didn't play so i went ahead and put a trubisky cohen stack and i paired that with uh, Allen robinson and the bears d um that that one that one got close to being real nice. I scored 197 points with that lineup. Uh, you know, just one or two more things. You know, Edelman ended up uh, leaving a game early, and Marvin Jones didn't really do a whole lot uh, for Detroit because he got hurt also. So, um, real that one was real close to to making some some nice money, but it it, it still returned well. And like I said, it it helped me to my best return of the year so that uh, good for you man what's that good for you man yeah yeah so it uh that it that like i said with the bankroll management with the cash lineups we keep playing heavy cash so that we can try to take our shots in tournaments and and uh and hit one every now and then well this is this is the week that it that it kind of hit for me so um but with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, move into this week's plays and uh, start us off with uh, your quarterback play, J.D. All right. This week I am looking at Dak Prescott. Uh, he's starting to look – well, that offense is starting to roll a little bit now that they have a number one receiver that takes a little bit of pressure off the run game. So what it gives you a little bit more balance. Yes, Devontae Adams just made a beautiful catch. <laughs> yeah, we'll be out of the money. <laughs> and it, Atlanta is just giving up points to anybody that plays them. Uh, giving up the fourth most points to quarterbacks, third most points to running backs, third most points to receivers. So uh, you pair that with a team that's starting to catch their stride on offense, and uh, he's cheap enough. I don't think he's going to be a super chalky play this week. Uh, just because he, he did have such a slow start to the season. So uh, I like him in tournaments and maybe even in some GPP. I don't hate the play. Uh, Dallas is kind of uh, slow in pace. Um, 
we will remain to be seen. Uh, Atlanta's looking like they're going to get Deion Jones back this week. Uh, he's a big part of their defense. So, uh, and they did just get Bruce Irvin. So it's uh, I I I don't hate it though because I've been looking at Dak. I almost picked him up um, in my season long, but he's uh, he's definitely been picking it up from where they were at the beginning of the year. That addition of Amari Cooper looks to have actually helped them out which was kind of hard to believe. I still think they gave up too much for him, but. Well, that one's neither here nor there. I mean, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation that we don't have time for. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Well, Dave, uh, which quarterback were you looking at? I want a little, uh, kind of against the grain with my normal, uh, quarterback picks. I want Drew Brees at 6,500, which I hate spending that much money on a quarterback. Um, even with DraftKings kind of, uh, I don't know, evening stuff out this year, quarterback wise. I mean, we, we aren't seeing besides Mahomes anyone hitting 7, 7,200. Um, but I want Brees this week because he is playing on the fast track in New Orleans against Philadelphia who can't, like, put a secondary together to save their life, I'm pretty sure that that they're holding open tryouts. I was going to say, they're putting them together. They just keep falling <laughs> apart. Right, 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 yeah. right. Those guys, I, uh, Philadelphia has not been good. Uh, their secondary is just completely decimated. Um, he's Breeze is going to be hard not to play. I, I don't know if I can get there in cash. It's going to depend on if some value opens up at some of the other positions because at this point, I haven't been able to find a whole lot of value. Um, but typically, once we get to the weekends, a couple of things will so, pop. Something will open up, but I still don't think you're going to get there in cash. He's he's definitely a tournament play. I mean, it's, it's more of a... Um, I mean, we we all know the Saints' offense has just been rolling, and it's getting a piece of that in some capacity, whether it's Kamara, whether it's Thomas. Um, but I I just see this as a legit bloodbath in New Orleans against the Super Bowl champs, who Kamara called out and said that they should have been the Super Bowl champs. Anyway, I, so I mean, I guess yeah. The one thing I would say maybe Breeze is a little scary in cash because they. Do run the ball. They they've got they've got like especially since Ingram come back they they are uh, probably one of the most balanced offenses in the league, um, and you know Kamara and Ingram could suck up a lot of those touchdowns and then you're kind of like damn I spent all this money for Breeze yeah. and his one touchdown and 250 yards or whatever. Yeah. I- he could he could easily hit 18 19 20 points right but you're not getting value at that point you can go Dak you can go Eli you can go hell Roethlisberger whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa we'll get there whoa. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there well yeah I didn't, <laughs> yeah we got there's a lot of guys we could talk about but <laughs> you just, I'm you just gonna that, breeze on past that that and start talking about Cam Newton uh, this guy is in what I think is a pretty much dream spot. He's 6,200, so he is kind of on the higher end, but 
like Dave mentioned, DraftKings has really grouped the pricing on quarterbacks a lot closer and not on the real high end. So I think you probably can get there. He's facing Detroit, who's been uh, giving up uh, a positive 4.1 points per game over expectations per the Mike Beers report um, over the last five games. And uh, in the last five games, he's given up, uh, Detroit's given up 39 points to Trubisky, 23 to Wilson, and 33.7 to Aaron Rodgers. Um, they're they're hurting in the secondary as well. We don't know if Darius Slay is going to play. Uh, they're they're down to their um, backups, and their backups are not good. Um, Carolina in the in the passing game has uh, is in the top five in uh, in the league uh, from a big play percentage. They're they're hitting uh, twenty plus yards on twenty percent of their twenty two percent of their pass plays. Uh, Cam is the top quarterback in my fantasy labs model. It's got a high floor, high ceiling, all those rushing things. Uh, I don't know. It's he, he kind of burned me a, a couple weeks ago, but I, I I think this is a spot where where he's yeah, but, real easy to play. But did he really burn you? It was just he, he got to twenty two points that week. It just wasn't the way you wanted it to. Right. You right. know. And and again, it's one of those where you spent up a little bit for him. I did the same thing, and you wanted more out of it because he was in a dream spot then too. Sure, sure, yeah. He 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 had a floor game, and but his floor is really high uh, right. in those kind of situations. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, like a Rodgers when he played uh, the Rams or anything like that. But mm-hmm. uh, so here's the. Here's the question for you, because every time I play Cam Newton, he burns me. Every every time. Uh, but you're saying he is in a dream situation as far as what his matchup is. But if you look at the team-on-team matchup, uh, you're likely without Marvin Jones if you're Detroit. So uh, you got rid of uh, Tate. You have Kenny Galladay is your number one, is solid number one. Then you've got TJ Jones. You've got Michael Roberts, and, you know, that's it. That's your receiving core. Maybe if you count Theo Riddick. You've got Kerry Johnson, Kerry on Johnson, who's starting to come on. What are the odds that this game gets out of control quick enough through just Carolina's rushing that they don't really need Cam to do a whole lot of anything, and he gives you 180 and a touchdown? It's possible. It, it's possible. That's, that's my concern with Cam. That's it, all I'm saying. Here's the thing with the Carolina offense. Um, I know they've been handing the ball off to uh, McCaffrey a little bit more than probably would have thought, um, but it, they're not really a grounded pound type thing, and so it might be a lot of screen passes, which then still gives you the opportunity for McCaffrey to break something long or whatever. I th- I think that he's got a pretty safe floor, so I, I'm not I'm not going to be afraid to to play him. Well, that and they're they're sitting in it. I mean, I know it's too early in the season to say this, but they're almost in a must win spot if they want any chance at a first round buy. Yeah, they're 
Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think they've got a shot at a first round. No, body. because New Orleans, New Orleans is going to win that, but they're they're playing for a um, a wild card spot for sure. Um, but yeah, this is the kind of game where where they got to win. So yeah, plus plus Pittsburgh hung half a hundred on them last week. They're slightly embarrassed, I'm sure. So yeah, well, and so they so Detroit. A, they've had a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They've had a little bit of a longer break here, and so um, I, I don't, I don't really see where they can fail in this. I think Detroit is almost in a mode where they're just uh, they're trying to see what they have in their young players and and playing for draft position. So, right. Um, yeah, we'll see. Let's go ahead and uh, move on to running back. And uh, JD, who, who do you like? Uh, I'm gonna go with another guy that had a slow start this year, uh, but since they've had an offensive coordinator change, uh, they're starting to use him the way they should have been, and he's starting to come on strong. And that's David Johnson. Uh, the and those are you know that's one of the big things I'm looking at. They've started to use him now. His targets have gone up in the last three weeks. His attempts have gone up, and therefore his yards for carry has gone up. And uh, you're going against Oakland, who is not good. They're just not good at all. Uh, They are giving up points to everybody. So I'm taking David Johnson before he starts to get so expensive that you can't – you know, he he hit not so expensive that you can't play him, but he hits that tier uh, where you're talking – uh, Saquon, Hunt, Elliott, Gordon. I don't think anybody's going to catch Gurley at this point in time, but you know, uh, on a slate where you don't have Gurley, you don't have Hunt, David Johnson at coming in at what, 1200, 1400 cheaper than Gordon and Barkley. I think it's going to have a solid floor this week. Well, he's definitely, uh, He's definitely started to get a lot more usage in the vein that that we were used to uh, under Bruce Arians, and, and that that would be, uh, you know, Byron Leftwich is he's kind of he's probably got a Bruce Arians on the top in his uh, his Fab Five or whatever it is they used to call it on the T-Mobile there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you open up your flip like phone your to top, see what they called it? Is, it? is that like your top eight on MySpace? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Him and who was it? Tom? Was Tom your friend on MySpace? Tom, Tom was everyone's friend. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well. Anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that play. Oakland, I, I continue to want to play anybody against Oakland because I think John Gruden's uh, the worst value in coaching ever. By not even close. It's not even close. It's a wide margin. But, you just found next year's Halloween costume, by the way. Uh, I just I want you to hate wear a John Gruden costume. Um, <laughs> there's a better chance I would win is that uh, Al Davis's son. <laughs> oh jeez! It's the same damn wig. Yeah, Who cares? Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You could both go as it. Uh, no. no. <laughs> Who's that? Who got in? 
a tight end nobody Ed played. Dixon. Ed Dixon. A very large tight end. Ed Good Dixon. job, Ed Dixon. Good Way job. to break the slate. Good job. Turk. Good job. Hey, spoilers, Ed Dixon scores a touchdown, everybody. So if you're listening to this on Saturday and you didn't see the game yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think we all like high-priced running backs because there hasn't been any value. Uh, well, not much anyway to be found so far. Um, so which one Which one did you choose, Dave? I went with Melvin Gordon because he's at 8,900 against Denver. Who, according to a, uh, a lovely trend that I put together for this year, is uh, giving up five and a half points over expected value on average to, uh, to whatever running back they quote-unquote attempt to stop. So, actually, if you change that number a little bit uh, to uh, someone who is averaging over 50 rushing yards this year, it goes to like a whopping nine and a half points over expected value. So, first of all, Melvin Gordon has been, like, besides Gurley, as as consistent as you can get in the backfield. And I don't understand why he hasn't been getting more play. Because um, he was hurt for, like, 38 seconds. <laughs> 30, what do you think? Three nah, minutes? He, he missed he missed a game, buddy. He missed a game. Yeah. And they had to fly to London back. That counts as two weeks. I guess. Right. <laughs> People forgot about him. That's all I'm saying. But get him before he's at 9,500 with Gurley. He's got a pretty darn good matchup with this reverse funnel defense in Denver. Um, he, they, I mean, they are traveling to Denver, correct? Did I did I write that right? Yes, it's in Denver. Denver yeah. It is in Denver. Yes. Um. But it's like lock and load with him, 100%. So here's – this is interesting. Last week had Gurley in cash. So did everyone else. So <laughs> I decided in head-to-heads that I was losing that I would pivot to Gordon. And at one point, Justin, I think I sent you a message on this. It was a point two point difference between Gurley and Gordon. Right, yeah. It was like well into the third quarter too. Was, so. I, th- I think we were, I think we were close to the end of the games. Uh, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, Chargers game was over at that point, and and the Rams game was was in the final moments. And I was hoping for Gurley to get another touchdown, and they decided to keep handing the ball off to wide receivers inside the five yard line. So for for for, for no apparent reason, and you texted swear words at me yeah yeah so. that, oh. this would be true this would be true yes so yes yeah. uh, so they, they, let me just say the swear words were not directed at not you. at dave <laughs> no no not at dave. well now i'm just more disappointed uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah mel gordon is uh he's a stud and um definitely in on a slate without Gurley or kamara or hunt He's he's one of the uh, top guys, definitely. I think probably safest guys for sure too. This guy's yards. Yeah, this uh, his yards per carry is sitting at five point four. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Six hundred and seventy-two yards, and he's got seven touchdowns. 
That's absurd. On top of that, he's got 36 receptions for 360 yards and four touchdowns. He's averaging 10 yards of reception. The catch he had last week for like 66 yards and a score was phenomenal. This guy's doing it on the ground, through the air. You have to play him at this point in time, especially on a slate with no Gurley. Yep. Yep. I like that play. Um, I don't know if I can play him in the same lineup with the guy that I really like this week. And he's, oh, we did it last week. We can do it. He, we can do it. You, you, you're, you're right, and it won me quite a bit of money, so I, I should try it. Uh, but uh, Saquon Barkley is in. He's in that dream matchup. He's he's playing Tampa Bay, who everybody knows is the worst defense in, in the NFL. Uh, at eighty seven hundred, uh, he he's not cheap, but he's he's gonna be worth it. He's got such a high. Uh, floor he's averaging seven catches a game that's right averaging seven catches a game that's seven free points and uh that's on top of the rushing he's uh let's see what do we got here he's he's projected for 26 points uh in by in the labs model um tampa bay's given up uh 2.75 points over expected uh, per game to running backs per per uh, fantasy labs trends, they've given up four thirty plus point games to pass catching running backs this year. That is insane. Joe Mixon, ridiculous. Joe Mixon got thirty two. Uh, Tariq Cohen and Christian McCaffrey each had thirty three, and Alvin Kamara had a ridiculous forty six point game against this defense um and i kind of we kind of joked around talking about eli earlier um he he really doesn't have an arm he was in prime time this last week and he's trying to throw these deep balls and he he can't throw a deep ball to to (laughs) his receivers when they're wide open so okay so one we weren't joking about eli manning at any point (laughs) Well, okay, maybe See, we weren't joking because he is in a in a in a sweet spot and he's really cheap, so um, he's certainly in play this week. I don't know if I'd be able to pull the trigger and cash for him. Uh, that other guy you talked about is more appealing to me. Dak Prescott at, at the same price, but um, I I don't know. I think that Barkley. Th- this is. Uh, as good as he's been, this is his game to really shine. So, um, I, I don't know. Tell me why I'm wrong. I I can't. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard. He, he's getting targets like crazy, mostly because their offensive line is so bad that as soon as they snap the ball, somebody else is in the backfield and they have to just dump it off, which is part of the reason Eli – can't throw the ball because he's constantly getting hit by a defender. Um, well, and he's but, so he's so fleet of foot. He you know he moves around. No, he can't. He, he he's a statue back there. So he's not gonna but, he's not gonna move up in the pocket very good anymore. So he does. He's gonna get yeah. rid of the ball so you, quickly. You know you know Barkley's gonna get the targets when you're going up against a team that can stop the running back. Now he's going up against a team that can't. It, this is those that dream 
that dream spot like you were talking about with Cam. This is it. You've got uh, – he might be uh, – I haven't checked to see where he f- sits with Gurley as far as uh, receptions out of the backfield, him and Kamara. Uh, but, I mean, he, 73 targets in nine games. 73 targets in nine games. What's that, eight targets a game? It's crazy. Yep. That's crazy for a running back. So, yeah, play him. Play him as much as you can. Put him in every single lineup. Uh, and I am working on building a lineup with all three of them. The, the funny thing is is that uh, <laughs> I think I saw Barkley has 530 yards, I think, receiving on the year. He's got 570 yards after the catch. Yeah. What does that tell you? It's ridiculous. That boy, good. Yeah, yeah. You, you realize I watched this guy for the last like three years. I know he's Dave. Dave I know he's good. Dave, <laughs> Dave's a, really? a Nittany Lion guy, so. Uh, I have Saquon and Melvin Gordon on my dynasty team, and it is feeling wonderful right now. Nice. That is great. Sweet. So we got all the high-priced running backs. Um, what kind of running backs are we look or uh, running back? What kind of wide receivers are we looking at this week? Probably expensive ones too, because <laughs> there's no value. Well, Justin, why don't you go ahead and throw it out here since we've been throwing nothing but expensive plays out. Okay, well I've this got will be fun. I've got the bargain basement play, and everybody's gonna throw up a little bit in their mouth, or maybe a lot, but uh if you need some value so that you can fit these good players in, you might want to look at Seth Roberts. Um, he's stone dead minimum, 3000 on DraftKings. Uh, obviously, uh, Oakland is terrible. Derek Carr is terrible, and I don't like John Gruden. However, somebody's got to catch the ball for Oakland, and <laughs> Martavis Bryant's out. And Jordy Nelson is probably out with a bone bruise in his knee. So the Seth Roberts looks to be probably their number one whiteout this weekend. Um, and for 3,000, even if he gets uh, six targets and four catches, it, you know, he's going to bring back value probably. So uh, it's, it's not a play that you like, but you know, Seth Roberts – on the year has a 75% catch rate and uh, Arizona does have a top uh, top five defense, but they still give up 36 uh, DraftKings points a game to wide receivers. Uh, so even, even if he got a third of that, he's going to bring, bring value back. Well, he, he hits value at, at three receptions for freaking 35, 40 yards. Like, you're happy with that, and it's 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 within the realm of possibility that that David Carr can throw the ball to him three times, and his average yards per reception is ten yards. So I don't see why you don't to get value elsewhere. Uh, I'm just. <laughs> I like it's, I said, you're gonna throw up in your mouth. I don't feel even good about bringing his name up, but when you want to, when you want to fit two nine thousand dollar running backs in your lineup, you gotta you gotta eat eat something somewhere. 
here here's what I appreciate about this play is that this is the first time or the first week where everybody that we mentioned was on the high end for the most part. Usually we, we scatter it up a little bit and I try to throw in some darts and you went digging through your garage in 1970 and found some fucking lawn darts and threw Seth Roberts out at us after you just talked about how terrible Oakland is. And how much you hate John Gruden. So I appreciate that you gave us this lovely piece of material for this week. There's no way I'm touching anybody on Oakland. I don't care what their price is. There's just no way. I can't do it. I don't even I can't even give you stats. I just I just can't do it. I I understand that uh, it's not very uh, palpable, palatable, but uh, I and, and I we'll, we'll see we'll see if some other cash um, plays pop up uh, some value elsewhere hopefully, but you know what do you what are you gonna do? So what, I, don't know, I think at that point I'll come up a thousand and uh, take a chance on. Like Traquan Smith, or uh, even a DJ Moore. I mean, you're you're talking about the same possibility for a floor with those guys as you are, at least in my opinion, as you would with somebody like Seth Roberts. Yeah, but that thousand gets you a lot. Oh yeah. Well, I will tell you right now. I just for fun built a lineup with Gordon Barkley and David Johnson in it, and I was able to fit them as long as I played a much lower tier tight end. <laughs> yeah, I, I just fit Barkley, Gordon, and Thomas into one. Yay, Seahawks. Good job. Yeah, except for the fact that we needed a point and a half to cash. Uh, what? All right. We needed a point and a half to cash. I mind saying we cashed. Well, I are you were you not in the twenty five dollar? So I, I was in the twenty five dollar. Maybe you weren't in the same one. I was in the smaller one. Oh, yeah, I did not cash. Oh, boo. Hey, me yeah. neither, and I I was not even close. <laughs> I only needed eight points, guys. Eight points. Eight whole points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in the giant giant twenty five dollar double up tonight, yeah. and I. I did squeak across the cash line, so um, oh, it, I didn't it just it just goes to show you, you know, different tournaments, uh, same lineup can uh, because uh, Dave and I played the same exact lineup tonight. Uh, yep. We uh, you, you never know, you know, based on your selection. So that's why, and, and the double ups, I typically like to get in as big of one as I can. Um, and always, always a single entry. I don't like playing any of those uh, double ups where people can throw run a train, throw fifty of the same lineup in there. But uh... well, hey, if you had an assistant captain and a bench warmer spot, and then a water <laughs> boy and a QB coach, it would have worked out. Absolutely. I've 
DraftKings, I'm available for consultation. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Rewind about three minutes ago where he called for Seth Roberts, and then that'll be the end of that conversation. All right. Well, <laughs> smart guy, why don't you tell us which receiver you're looking at this week? Are you chasing points? Uh, oh, I am. I'm, I'm chasing the chalk. I'm chasing the chalk. Corey Davis, Tennessee, $5,600 going against Indy. The guy has just been getting targeted like crazy, and Indianapolis gives up the 23rd most points to receivers, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, and again, uh, talking about trying to get in those higher price running backs, uh, Corey Davis is in that lineup I mentioned with those three running backs. And if you're going to get that many targets, uh, I will take it at that price. Uh, Corey Davis, at this point in time, 576 yards. He's only got two touchdowns, uh, <clears throat> which you'd always love to have more of. And sadly, he's got the same amount of touchdowns as Seth Roberts, so that's not really helping my cause any. But he's averaging 13 yards of reception. Uh, he's got 197 yards after the catch this year. And uh, Mariota's starting to get healthy. Divisional game means a lot. Uh, I think he's going to have himself a solid day. I feel like it's a bit of chasing after last week, though. Oh, it's chasing after the last two weeks, for sure. Right. For sure. Uh, but, I mean, he, he didn't come up. A t- I mean, he came up, I think, I think it was 46 last week. So he's come up 1,000. But, you know, it still represents pretty good value if you're getting, you know, five, six, seven targets a game. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I, I do. I, I kind of was thinking the same way. I always hate chasing points, um, and but he he's the number one receiver in that offense. That's actually starting to come around a little bit. Uh, they're gonna have to score some points if they want to keep pace with Indy. Uh, so you would think, but yeah, he's not getting he's not getting in the end zone, which. Uh, Maybe maybe he's due from for some uh, positive regression to the mean there. Well, yeah, as the targets start to come up, uh, just in the last four weeks, he's got twenty seven targets. So you break that out; that's seven targets a game. Right, seven targets, five <laughs> catches. Yeah, it's I'll manageable. It. I'm not. I'm not saying no. I just I. Ah. Oh, it's chasing. It's that, um, it's, that, it's that Seth Roberts taste in my mouth still. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely chasing that chalk right now. But uh, if he has another game like he's had the last two weeks, he's he's going to be in the 66 to 7 range instead of the 56 range. So I'm going to take the chance on him while he's still low enough. Right. I, I, I could – man – it's interesting. Are you looking at it from a GPP standpoint or more f- or cash? That's going to be a tournament lineup play. I'll play them in a tournament. That's okay. I, I was I was thinking cash. Now most of mine are normally going to be tournament. I don't play a ton of head to head, so most of mine are going to be tournament play. Right. Uh, and honestly, even when I do a head to head, it's not that far off from my my tournament. So. All right. I like I like him in cash too, especially when you're trying to get those three 
high price running backs. You have to cut corners somewhere. Well, you're not going to get. I'm not saying. I'm not saying cut a building out and play Seth Roberts, but cut a corner and you know, Corey Davis. <laughs> All right. Well, it remains to be seen, Dave. Uh, I, I want to hear why this guy is going to be good this week. I I went I went Homer on this one. I totally went Homer on this one. Went back to the well, back to the Stillers, and uh, even though they are playing at Jacksonville, uh, I think Antonio Brown is egregiously underpriced. I said egregiously. Mm. Spell Somebody egregiously. A G egregiously. <laughs> Hold on, let me type it in. <laughs> so so Antonio Brown uh at Jacksonville yes we all know about Big Ben's home road splits um but at $7800 from a tournament perspective he is definitely in play um I don't think I can fit him in in cash is the second highest wide receiver that I want but if you look at the last three times they have played Jacksonville, including the playoffs, he went for 28 October last year, went for 35 in that playoff game. And they don't have to worry about Lev Bell coming back. So... That's my reasoning. <laughs> okay, so... Antonio Brown, man, how do you how do you how do you how do you not? If he's sub eight thousand dollars, how do you not play Antonio Brown? It's like it's like Beckham was what two three weeks ago. Yeah, it's it's hard to ignore him when he's that low. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this though. Jacksonville is bad as their defense has been or I'm, I'm not going to say bad uh, worse than what people thought it was going to be right they're still giving up the fewest points to receivers per game fair. that's fair they are at home they have four net back which means they can now can control the game a little bit better give their defense a little bit of breather which makes a huge difference for them uh, that being said, uh, I think the Steelers still have a uh, that bad taste. We're now going to call it the Seth Roberts. They have the Seth Roberts <laughs> Seth in their Roberts mouth. In Would their you mouth. stop saying that you guys have <laughs> Seth Roberts in your mouth? It kind of sounds a little dirty. <laughs> a little, a little dirty. Yeah. And what I said is that the Steelers have Seth Roberts in their mouth and not me uh, from the uh, five interception game. So uh, they are a different offense this year. Uh, It, it appears that way. I'll I'll say that they, they appear to be a different offense this year and a different Uh, defense. That defense is playing well over the last four or five weeks. Correct. Uh, So, you know, this may be a revenge spot for them, but I would not I would not be surprised to see him really let people down and not not return, you know, two X at well, this I, point. And I, just for the record, mm-hmm. 
So we just talked about Corey Davis, 27 targets in the last four weeks, 191 yards, one touchdown. Brown has 25 targets, and he's only got 20 more yards. The difference is he's got three more touchdowns. Right. So for an extra two grand, you know, what chance are you going to take? You know, if I'm a betting man, AB does okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't think you're getting. I don't think you're going to get uh, like an 18 point game out of him this week. Well, range r- range of outcomes for me is three catches, 35 yards, and and the the Steelers lose this game, right? Or eight catches, 125, two touchdowns. So, like I said, out of the gate, it's more of a tournament play for me. But he's going to be under owned. And the targets are there weekly. I don't know how you at least don't consider him at 7,800 bucks. Oh yeah. You definitely have to consider him. And I mean, that range of outcome, if he goes three for 35, that doesn't necessarily mean the Steelers lose that game with the way McDonald and Schuster and Connor are playing right now. Uh, And really mostly that offensive line, they're not relying on AB anymore. I think that's the big difference. So my my problem is that if I'm paying up a um, wide receiver this week, it's going to be um, Odell, Julio, or Michael Thomas. Um, all three of those guys, I think, are insanely better plays uh, at a high price. Um, and Tony, I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead a little bit here before we finish out and go to the tight end, but. Uh, Antonio Brown is my uh, chalk buster uh, of the week. I think uh, this is the week. He, he, he's he got this streak going that I, I'm i pretty sure I heard Mike Clay on the uh, Fantasy Focus podcast uh, throughout there. 21 straight games with 70 yards, something like that. Sounds right. Freaking incredible. I think this is where it ends. Um. It's 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 more of a gut play. Uh, I think that uh, well, I mean the Jacksonville defense is is been stingy against receivers. Jacksonville's kind of season on the brink here. They're they're desperate. They got Fournette back. They are going to uh, try to control the game like JD was saying, um, and 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 they uh, you know they they did take that game down against Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Now, granted, it was a shootout, like 90-point shootout or something like that. Yeah, it was. I don't see that happening again. We got uh, Ben on the road. Um, and actually, I, 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 I've, I'll go ahead and jump in. I like Vance McDonald in this game uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, in his last game against the... Uh, Jaguars, Vance McDonald had 10 receptions for 112 yards. Um, the last two games, Jacksonville's given up uh, 22.8 and 34.7 points to the tight end position. Uh, and McDonald's coming in with a 79% catch rate. Um, I, I like I like if I'm going to play a pass catcher in this game, I'm probably veering towards McDonald. So... Um, who do you guys like at tight end? 
Well, first of all, uh, I like the McDonald play. Uh, that guy, he's beasting, man. When he gets the ball, he's looking to hit somebody, and I love watching that. Uh, as much as I do not care for the Steelers, he is fun to watch. Uh, and if, you, if you're going to go after Jacksonville, tight end seems to be the spot to do it. That's where they are weakest right now uh, with all the, the injuries and whatnot that they've battled through. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump in here, if you don't mind, Dave, and say yeah, hit it. Uh, I'm going O.J. Howard. And one, because this guy is a freak. This guy is just an absolute freak, and he's so much fun to watch. Uh, whenever you get an athletic tight end like that and you've got a QB that's willing to sling it to him, that's great. Uh, but we just watched George Kittle destroy the Giants on Monday night. Uh, nine receptions, 83 yards for Kittle. Uh, he had one-third of the Niners' receptions, uh, you know, just because that's – the Giants aren't great at stopping that position. Uh, it's a flowchart game, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, I yeah. I mean, this is one of those situations where uh, you could you could probably make an argument to play just about anybody other than maybe like Peyton Barber, maybe. But that's just because I haven't been impressed by Peyton Barber. Not that the Giants <laughs> seem to want to stop anybody since they traded Snacks Harrison away, but. Uh, yeah, I just love O.J. Howard in the spot because uh, Giants are giving up lots of points to tight ends and uh, O.J. Howard's getting targeted like crazy. And really, for 4,900, it's not that bad because you know he's going to get, again, you know, probably five, maybe six targets. And it's easily plausible for him to catch three or four of those balls for 60 yards and who knows, a touchdown, maybe even two. So he's got a high ceiling. I like it. Yeah, I do. I do. I've been on the Howard bandwagon for about six weeks now. Um, once he got, once he went over what five K two weeks ago, that, that kind of, uh, kind of hurt trying to get him into lineups, but he is a talent and they're actually using him correctly. So I'm uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, and he is not quarterback dependent either, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was afraid uh, with Jameis coming and that it was going to be Cameron Brait uh, right. as, it, as it was last year. But they're just like, look, this guy's too good. He's getting open. we got to get him the ball. So, uh, And I, I suspect this game to be a fairly high-scoring game. I, yeah, I think in Vegas is right now is sitting at uh, like fifty-one or fifty-two uh, total. Um, it's at fifty-two right 52. now. So yeah, it could be a sneaky little shootout. I I like Howard. Uh, Chris Godwin's a little banged up. Uh, concentrates the uh, the the passing core down a little bit even more. Um, <clears throat> He's he's a good play. I, I don't I don't hate that. And if you play a forty nine hundred dollar tight end in a tournament lineup, you're gonna have a uh, a, a little different uh, lineup build. So it gives you the vari- variation there that that you need for tournaments. So, but you know what? I don't like him as much as this guy Dave does. Got here. 
What do you mean if you accidentally pay $6,600 for a tight end and play my ball, Zach Ertz? That's right. Yeah, buddy. Um, this guy has been balling out all year, frankly, for the last couple. Um, as much as I absolutely hate the Eagles, you have to love Zach Ertz. Um, and if you're going to attack New Orleans, it's in the middle of the field. So, it. I mean, obviously, this is a little little chasing after last week. Um, two touchdowns, 2,040 yards receiving. And what, what I, I forget his stat line. <laughs> 2,040, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it. It's one of those where if you're going to pay up for tight end, there's no Kelsey on this slate. So it's going to be Zach Ertz. Um, with O.J. Howard's kind of depressed price from where he was last week, um, this is the guy. And if Philly's going to do anything, it's going to be via Zach Ertz. He's been, what, I think this season he's been targeted nine-plus times Five or six games, I I don't have the I don't have his game log in front of me. But in the in the last four weeks, he's been targeted thirty three times. Yeah, exactly. Which it's, is ten times more than the second, and that's Alshon Jeffrey. Right. So, ten right. times more than your number one receiver. Exactly. He he is their number one receiver, and you know you're averaging ten. Yards you shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> well, look, I mean, Zach Ertz with his 789 yards, it would put him as like the 10th uh, wide receiver in, um, in yardage. And he's getting them. It's, it's not like he's not like one of these guys that's going deep. He's He's got like an uh, average of about a 10-yard reception. So, um what what that means is he he's he's getting it on volume and uh he it's it's a lot easier for him to you know he be involved he's more of that dump off guy because you know they haven't really been dumping it off to their running backs all that much uh in Philadelphia the guy is a freaking stud and he just always gets open too uh he i that's the thing at 6,600 he's like he is like a, a wide receiver one but yeah that's what a, I was gonna say you you a, have to sacrifice running back and receiver to get to a tight end at that price but look, look, let's see the receivers at, at his price range what you say Keenan Allen and Alshon Jeffrey those are the two closest in price to him are you gonna want to play I'd rather play Ertz than either of those guys you got Smith Schuster who's close. He's a little bit close and, and I like Smith Schuster too a little bit more, but he, right. he's got a tough matchup as well. So Well yeah. uh, real quick, the the Saints the tight end's the toughest part of their defense. That's where they're giving up the fewest points. Um the matchup isn't great for them, but I think he's a matchup beater. There's there's certain players that Regardless of what their matchup is, you have to put them in your lineup, you know, given the right cost. And I think Ertz is one of those. Definitely. Play your studs. Definitely. Yeah. So, well, um, before we wrap it up, are there any anybody 
else that you kind of want to just throw out there as, as quick little plays this week or uh, I am I'm gonna stick with this uh, game of the week here in, in the Philly New Orleans game uh, I'm looking at a Traquan Smith this week uh, good value uh, they're clearly looking for uh, somebody else to take the ball from uh, Drew Brees there because I mean you can feed Michael Thomas all day uh, but it, you know at some point in time he needs to Breathes like the rest of us mortals. What? Why? And they got to throw it to somebody he else. Catches so. everything. He's got like a ninety-nine point nine percent catch rate. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it is. The guy's nuts. Uh, but you know, everybody knows it. And uh, I, I don't know. I just I got a gut feeling that it's a Traquan Smith. Uh, you know, again, really low floor, uh, but he's got the potential to go off for you know, 80 and a touchdown or 80 and two. So I just like him in this spot at that price point. Maybe, yeah, maybe throwing him in a, in a stack uh, tournament stack might be all right. Uh, He does have a low floor as we saw last week, 0.0. So um, it's kind of scary because they had a good matchup last week against Cincinnati too. So yeah, the uh, other guy I'm looking at maybe in GPP in that game is uh, Josh Adams coming on the other side of the ball. They're starting to use him a lot more, uh, and I like the way he runs. I'm, I can't argue with that. He's uh, he, he is a guy that uh, New Orleans is looking to start feeding more and uh, should be – should be uh, maybe a nice little GPP for for cheap play there. Definitely going to get a lot of leverage with that play um, with all the people that are going to play Kamara or Ingram. Yup. Ingram was going to be one guy I mentioned just for some salary relief. I mean, it looks like they're using him. Um, his usage isn't as bad as what I expected it to be at this point with Kamara in the game. So, at $4,700, he's projected, you know, 14, 15 points. You're, you're getting your, your 3x value. But the, the real guy that everyone needs to just lock it in against this absolutely egregious second time I've used it, someone ding a bell. Atlanta word defense. Of the, word, word of the day. day. I was on it. Was on a callous. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Is 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 the one and only Amari Cooper going up against Atlanta? Yeah. So he he was a stack play for me with Dak Prescott. Yep. Love it. And it is Ooh. some salary early. I I do. Yeah. Yeah. I like that play. And definitely gonna have some. Uh, Dak, Amari, Julio stacks this week. Um, probably maybe even with some Zeke. Let's see if we can find some value. But, uh, um, yeah, it looks like this should be an interesting slate. We got the uh, top two offensive teams are, are playing on Monday night. So we have uh, – and then they're on by the following week. So we got – uh, two weeks in a row here where we definitely won't be able to play Gurley. Uh, it's going to 
No Gurley, no Hunt, no Kelsey, make, no Tire Freak. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna make the decision tree a little different than what we've been experiencing the past uh, handful of weeks. It's been lock in Gurley and go from there. So um, definitely interested to see where people end up, uh, both in cash and in tournament lineups. But that you know that should. Uh, create a little more uh variance out there for us so yeah this is going to be the week where it's hard not to play in those uh those big gpps because <laughs> or your big tournaments because the uh lock them and load them guys are just they're gone on the slate so the dart throws could win it well great oh. um let's uh Let's go ahead and start wrapping up. Like I said, uh, my chalkbuster is Antonio Brown. Uh, we do a little uh, um, wager segment here. Dave, I know you liked Antonio, so why don't we throw together Antonio Brown? Uh, what, what's a what's a fair line that we could set at? What are you saying? Seventeen and a half. Uh, I'll give you. Or were you thinking lower? I, I was gonna give you 16 i'll take 16 16 under 16 i'll, I'll I win. take i'll take over over yeah. 16 you win and uh we'll put a uh a uh germany pavilion pretzel on that one because one of these days that, we're gonna that works. we're gonna be down there at the same time so i like it <laughs> i like it sweet uh so dave i want to thank you for joining us again uh, why don't you go and uh, give us some of your uh, social media outlets? I know you got a couple. Oh, geez, I got, I got, I got enough. Um, oh, let's see. Check me out at. Uh, well, I'll I'll pimp the vlog if that's cool. Absolutely. Brandy and Dave. Um, at Brandy and Dave on Instagram. Um, focus on uh, some Walt Disney World vlogging. Yeah, how do you how do you talk about this on a football podcast? Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, dpjort or ndpa brew guy. I think that's what I'm running with more now, or on Facebook at uh, at David Jort. Just uh, search for me there. Sweet JD, how about you? Hey, find me in those usual spots at JD West twenty two uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, as always, you know, hit me up with the questions. Uh, you know, comments, feedback, I can take it. Uh, you want to find me on DraftKings? Same thing, JD West 22. Sweet. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, Justin M. West, on Instagram, JMW1977. Uh, you can find the, the podcast on Twitter, at Another Bad Call. It's also, Facebook and Instagram, same handles. Email us, Another Bad Call at gmail.com. And you can find my weekly blog on a, where I review my cash game lineup and anything else interesting from the slate, uh, anotherbadcall.com. Uh, keep keep interacting. We're we're trying to keep growing, and, and we love all the uh, comments and, uh, and questions that we're getting. Um, for JD, I'm Justin. Keep on listening so we can help you avoid making another bad call. <laughs>